putting the sermon together, I was trying to think of something that I really wanted to leave youth group, you know, I wanted to leave youth group with something that will impact your guys' time in high school. Uh, and so I took some, I, I was trying to figure something out, and the idea came to me when I was driving around in my car with my friend, and he just started, he, he was, he started asking me if I wanted to go out to school for And I was kind of, and we got into this really huge debate of why I, why I don't want to. And my main, my main defense was uh, that it was illegal and God says to obey the authority in your life. And I was like, well, what if it wasn't illegal? 18, you can smoke me now. What for? And I kind of sat back. And I remembered that we are God's temple. And I threw that at him. He was like, well, if, it, if we're God's temple, you know, weed's not that bad. There's medical reasons why people take to smoke weed. And we just, we just kept going back and forth. And it just got to the point where I was like, is this friendship really worth it? So I told him, if that's what you want to do in your life, don't invite me to hang out. <coughs> So that's what inspired me uh, to really talk. And tonight I'm just going to talk about God's temple and certain sin that can uh, really destroy and pull us away from God. So I'm going to talk about God's tabernacle. All right. So the picture up here, the outer layer is the temple, and then inside is the tabernacle. Moses, God gave Moses specific instructions of how he wanted his temple set up. How the priest should be dressed, doors always facing the east, and certain incense. He was very specific on everything. God wanted it perfect. If it wasn't there, then when the priest went in to go talk to the Lord, he was he would be dropped out. And only and the only reason the only way that they would be able to tell the priest was dead or not is from his clothing because they had bells strapped along under on his robe. So once they stopped moving, they knew that he was dead. God had struck him struck him dead. So then they had to go through and make sure everything was perfect with the tabernacle and try figuring out what they did wrong. First Corinthians 3, 16 through 17. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple was holy and you are that temple. The reason I brought up God's tabernacle and his temple when Moses was with the Israelites is because God wanted perfection and when and he gave that perfection up so that he can be in us. And that, that should that should right there should blow us away. Just because we are not perfect. We destroy our temples every single day, but sometimes not even know it. Or maybe we do know it with certain sin. And Certain sin in our society, we, when, 
pretty obvious. God, God knows no sin. And yet he loves us and, and he still lives in us. But I believe that with a certain point we can, we can only sin so much to where sin will take over our lives and cloud our judgment and cloud what's important to God. Now we're going to take a look at Romans 6 through 8. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, what this is saying is that when we set our minds on fleshly desires, mainly addictions, and uh, that, that ranges from basically anything, whether it be video games or smoking, alcohol, um, and idolizing. Us humans idolize everything, if you really think about it. Idolizing is basically putting something first in your life. I can tell you right now, I idolize my job. My job is important to me. My job got me my car. My job gives me money. I get to put money off to the side for school. And my job is important. And that's not, and that's not, that's not the way that it should be. God should be number one in our lives. And that can really, that can really pull you away from God only because you're not, you will just, We'll keep pushing God off, especially with gaming. I know I, when I was in freshman year of high school, I was, I was looking for the next new game to play, and I was so into it, and I always pushed. 
smoking, alcohol, swearing. These are all things that really darken, darken us. And certain other sins. You know, it doesn't have to be those things that I've listed off. But those, those types of sins can really darken our spirit. And there's got to want to be in us when we are living that way. And do we really, and then it clouds our minds. And we end up getting to a point of not really ever talking to God, having a relationship with Him. And I hope, I hope that you guys will not have do any of those types of things of you know, having any types of addictions. Because it's they're hard to break. They're extremely hard to break. And you know, you might be, you, you know, you might not, you might be saying in your head, oh, I'm never doing those things. My relationship with God is great. I'm not going to do any of those things. But I'll tell you, once you're in high school, and once you start getting different friends, those, those temptations grow and grow, especially when you're idolizing something that's not God. Because you're not working for your relationship with them, and those temptations become stronger because you want to try fitting in with your friends. You want you know, to be popular, or whatever the case may be, those temptations just go become so much greater. When Jesus was on the cross, it says in the Bible that he looked up and said, God, why have you forsaken me? Because he took on all of our sin, God could not stand to look at him. And Jesus could not find God. When we have certain sin in our lives that pull us away from God, it becomes harder to find him. It becomes impossible. Now, so I'm going to ask you a question. How's your guys' temple? Is there something in your life that you put before God? Or is there something in your life that is controlling your every move? And I'm, I, can, I can sit here and say, I can honestly sit here and say that my temple is not perfect. Most definitely is not. I'm going to take you guys back into my freshman year of high school. I, if anyone knows me pretty well, I was homeschooled from third grade all the way to sixth grade. It was natural for me to read my Bible, pray, and talk to God, because that's what my mom's routine was every single morning when she would wake me up and read that Bible study together. So it was natural. Once I got into high school, I was I, I became more involved in football and wrestling. Um, and I I ended up idolizing how my dad made me feel every single time I did good at football. He would always tell me he was proud of me, he loved me, 
He was probably the only reason that got me to come back because he was always, always on my back. And he was so irritated. He was like, dude, come to school. Come, come, to, come to youth group. Come to church. Come to church. And I was like, come once every, once in a great while just to get him off my back for about a week. And I just came, played through the motions. And I was definitely two-faced when I
started saying, read, pray, build a church. That's, I, when, he, when he brought that up in one of his messages, I was like, okay, I'm shot. Why not? And I stuck, I stuck with it, dropped it, stuck with it. It's a, and you know, it was, it's an extremely long road from you know, coming back from destroying the temple, letting, letting Sing come in here.
like me giving a Christian an, op a Christian an opportunity. Christian, I'll pay for your schooling to become a minister. But he's going to have to put forth the effort. I'm not. We have to put forth the effort on something that we want. And it's being a Christian and loving God is not what you want. 